May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. So my son was born on the last Sunday after the Epiphany, 13 years ago. So the, the transfiguration stories. It was a very mountaintop experience. Um, and then it was while my, my now ex-husband was teaching at the General Theological Seminary. So we were living at the seminary. And so on Ash Wednesday, when Nate was four days old, we did what clergy who live at a seminary do. We went to the Ash Wednesday service and we took our four-day-old baby with us. And we took our four-day-old baby up to receive the imposition of ashes. And so the priest that day marked his little tiny infant head, remember that you are dust and to dust you shall return. And then I think we left like right after communion or something because we didn't want to stay the whole time. We got back home, my parents were still there and laid my father's grandson out, you know, on the, on the crib or whatever. And he looked at him and said, what is that on his head? Get that off his head. He was furious with us that he had, we had marked this baby, his grandson, with these ashes, the reminder of his mortality. And I will say, Ash Wednesday is a day my dad has problems with. He says, if you read the reading, it says, don't put ashes on your head. And then what do we do? We put ashes on our heads. <laughs> you know, why? And so we, we wiped the ashes off, you know, very quickly, didn't want, no. It was a stressful time for everyone. We wiped the ashes off of Nate's head. But that question of how should we observe these days? And what should we be doing to observe it is in all of the readings today. Um, and, and even more than, than what should we do, it's how do we do it? What is our intentions and our integrity in how we do it? If you read the gospel, you know, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't say, if you give alms, do it this way. It says, whenever you give alms, do it this way. The assumption is that everyone is going to give alms. It doesn't say, if you pray, do it this way. It says, whenever you pray, do it this way. The assumption is that even the people who are doing it wrong are still praying. <laughs> that the choice is not between praying rightly and not praying at all. It's between praying wrongly and praying rightly. And whenever you fast, do it this way. You know, not the other way. The assumption, again, is not that fasting is something that is just reserved for those who are pious. The assumption is that everyone is going to fast. So this year, as we, we think about not just what do we do, but how do we do it? What is our intention about it? I want to look at the, or think about the way that the Isaiah reading says, you know, is not this the fast that I choose? that the fast that God chooses for us in Isaiah and elsewhere in the gospel is not so much about what you eat or don't eat, but it's about loosing the bonds of injustice, right? It's, it's giving light to the, to the blind, it's giving sight to the blind and liberation to the captive. You know, that is the fast that God has chosen for God's people. What is the fast that God is choosing for you today? What is the fast that God is choosing for us? 
And when I say fast, I, the obvious thing is what are, you, what are you fasting from? But another way of thinking about it is what are you holding fast to? <laughs> Now, fasting generally, when we think of it in Lent, is about letting go of things. But fasting can also be holding fast and holding on. So what is the fast that you choose this Lent? What is the fast that God has chosen for you? Because some fasts are fasts that we choose. Now, some fasts are fasts that we say, okay, I am choosing to fast from this, or I am choosing to hold fast to this. Sometimes fasts are given to you <laughs> and are chosen for you. Now, we've experienced that the last two years. You know, the fast that had been chosen for us was isolation. The fast that was chosen for us was distance and illness and death. The fast that has been chosen for the Ukrainian people today is different from the fast that has been chosen for us today. There are a lot of people who are having a fast imposed upon them. But each of us can choose our fast to some extent today. So what are you being called to fast from? And what are you being called to hold fast to? I know for myself this year, as I have prepared, it was, it was kind of an accident, but it was one of those accidents that as you did it, you were kind of like, oh, oh, this is, this is the Holy Spirit here. <laughs> I went out on Monday afternoon. Let me, the full story, I called the nail salon on Monday morning, and the line was busy. And when the line was busy, instead of calling them back 50 times, I suddenly went, oh, I have time. I wanted to get some plants. So the Holy Spirit made the line, the, the nail salon have the line busy. And then I went out and I bought plants for my garden. I bought tomatoes, I bought lavender, I bought all sorts of things. I kill plants. <laughs> I always kill plants. I try really hard. I have occasionally, I love, but I love, I love fresh tomatoes. I love these things. And I went and planted in my garden. I planted herbs, I planted tomatoes, I planted the lavender, I planted things. And I realized that I think this Lent, I want to keep things alive. <laughs> I am tired of watching things wither. And I know that to keep things alive takes effort and discipline. And I am committing myself before God and all of you <laughs> to try to keep these blessed creations of God alive. And if I can keep them alive, maybe that will help inspire me for, for all the other things that I can keep alive. What are you called to fast from? What are you called to fast to? And to end today, I want to uh, use a, some words of, I think it's Pope Francis. I, where I found it, it wasn't attributed, but I've seen it elsewhere attributed to him. But maybe something to help inspire your fasting and what you hold fast to this year. Fast from pessimism, feast on optimism. Fast from criticism, feast on praise. Fast from self-pity, feast on joy. Fast from bitterness, feast on forgiveness. Fast from idle gossip, 
feast on purposeful silence. Fast from jealousy, feast on love. Fast from discouragement, feast on hope. Fast from complaining, feast on appreciation. Fast from selfishness, feast on service. Fast from fear, feast on faith. Fast from anger, feast on patience. Fast from self-concern, feast on compassion for others. Fast from discontent, feast on gratitude. Amen.